Are you ready to become a leader in the workplace of the future? Guess what? It's coming sooner than you know. Looking for a way to start your day. Thinking about some new ways to get paid. Feeling like there's much more you can do. Are you ready to become a leader in the workplace of the future? Guess what? It's coming sooner than you know. Thanks for tuning into the Business Life and Coffee podcast. It's the podcast that helps you become a better business leader by helping you build a better life. And this week, we're talking all about the future of work. And more specifically, what traits will describe the leaders of the future of work? We're in a new age where... In my opinion, every company is a tech company. And what I mean by that is every successful company is leveraging modern technology in some way in order to be effective. But the reality is the future of work is not just about tech. The future of work is still all about people. And I'm not just saying that because I have an HR company. People build technology and work alongside technology. And the human element will never be fully eliminated. But before we jump into the core of this podcast, I want to share a few big announcements that I'm so excited to share. The first one is I'm launching my Monday Night Mastermind. We're starting out with one a month starting March 4th, 2019. It's going to run from 9 p.m. Eastern to 10 p.m. Eastern. And that's because I want everyone on the West Coast to be able to participate too. Monday Night Mastermind, March 4th, 2019, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. You can sign up for it at businesslifeandcoffee.com slash M-N-M. Again, that's businesslifeandcoffee.com slash M-N-M. And you might be asking yourself, well, Joey, what are we going to be talking about at the Monday Night Mastermind? What is a mastermind? Well, we're going to be having leadership discussion, accountability discussion. We're going to goal set, and there's going to be some networking because you're going to be hearing from and speaking to other super dope entrepreneurs, business leaders, young professionals. It's going to be a great mix of people and you don't want to miss out. We're going to launch with at least four people in the room, but no more than 18 people in the room. So if you support this podcast, if you love what we're all about, why don't you join my Monday Night Mastermind and be a part of the successful movement And honestly, from a selfish perspective, help yourself grow. You know, I'm doing this Monday Night Mastermind so that you can really focus in on your goals. They say it's better to accomplish a goal with someone who keeps you accountable. And this is what it's all about. So check out the link in the show notes, but you can just check it out at businesslifeandcoffee.com slash M-N-M. Next, we've got a new show format where usually I interview a super awesome guest and we're still going to have guests, but... I thought about it and really when I thought of Business Life and Coffee, the podcast, to be honest, I did want this to be a solo show, but what happened was is I kind of got scared. I was like, nobody really wants to hear me talk. (laughs) 
So what I'll do is I'll just interview some experts that are crushing it in their field and I'll just get to learn and grow alongside you. But then I thought, Joey, that's not true. You know, you've got a pretty successful business. People follow you online. People want to hear you speak. They fly you out to go different places. You're an influencer. Joey, people want to hear your voice. So I am having a new format where it's going to be just me and you every week. Like I said, we will have guests from time to time, but I think we're going to have a lot of fun talking with one another. Definitely follow me on Instagram, on Twitter. I want to hear your feedback about the show and how we're doing. But hey, it's going to be just us, okay? It's going to be me. It's going to be you. We're going to have a great time. The podcast is going to be one where you can just get your cup of coffee and listen to it while you're on the go or in a coffee shop and you'll learn some new skills. And of course, the show is brought to you by my company, Jumpstart HR, which provides HR outsourcing for small businesses and startups all across the country. So if you go from listening to this show and being an employer of one to needing HR help, definitely give us a call. Definitely reach out to us online at jumpstart-hr.com. We're everywhere. You can just Google us. Easy to find. And what you'll find out is that small businesses really do need HR because whether it's hiring the right person, whether it's helping to fire the wrong person that you hired on accident or creating handbooks, creating policies for your business, putting together compensation reviews, figuring out how to pay people. All those things are important in your business. And so you want to make sure that you've got a trusted advisor who knows what they're talking about. So definitely check us out. Jumpstart-hr.com. You're not too big. You're not too small. We help with employers and startups and entrepreneurs all across the country. And we want to hear from you. So this week, we're talking about the three words that will define the leaders of the future of work. The first word is, I feel like there should be a drum roll. The first word is adaptable. Now, an adaptable leader is one who doesn't face new challenges with old ways of thinking. An adaptable leader is able to process new information and create wins for your organization without holding on to pride, without holding on to protocol, or holding on to, well, this is the way it's always been done. We've always done it this way. No, 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 no. That's not going to work in the future. You need to be adaptable. And small businesses and startups have the greatest capacity to be adaptable because there's less pressure to be conservative. You're not protecting the old guard. You are doing something new anyway, so why not try new ways of doing things? Adaptable leaders are the ones who are able to take risks and aren't afraid to fail. I'll give you a great example. My first business was actually writing resumes for people. Uh, I won't give the name of that business because you can still find remnants of it online. But I treated that as my toy company. I said, you know, I'm going to learn the ropes of business, maybe fail along the way. And then when I'm ready to start a real company, that's when I will go ahead and launch Jumpstart. So I learned a lot of lessons along the way and it allowed me to take risks. I learned that in order to be adaptable to build the future that I wanted for myself and the future that I wanted for my family, I wasn't going to build an empire. Now, this is just me personally. I know plenty of great resume writers out there. I even refer my family and friends to one of my friends, Chris Fields, who does great resumes. But I wasn't going to build an empire on resume writing. 
That's because I just didn't have the passion. I was more drawn towards corporate. I was more drawn towards helping businesses succeed as opposed to helping an individual person, you know, craft that perfect pitch for themselves. So I realized that early on and I said, okay, I'm going to pivot. I'm going to adapt because the vision for my life, the vision for my company was not resume writing. So that's what I had to do. So you want to be adaptable because that's how you stay in business. That's how you stay successful. So I'll give you three practical tips. If you want to be more adaptable, study the wins and losses of other leaders that you admire. Now, why would you study wins and losses? Well, this will help you figure out what are the right risks you should be taking in your organization. This is a quick plug for mentors, having mentors in your life that you can reach out to. This would be a great way or a great reason to join the Monday Night Mastermind that we've got at businesslifeandcoffee.com slash MNM because you want to find out what's working for other people. Also, you want to constantly study new methods to tackle current problems. You got to think about it this way. Right now, someone is out there building the system that you need to improve your organization, but they're not just going to put it on your doorstep or slide it in your email inbox. You actually have to go out there and get it. So you need to be constantly studying new methods to tackle your current problems. And as an adaptable leader myself, I like to ask myself this question. If we do it this way, will we get the results we want or the results we've always gotten? Do you remember the definition of insanity? Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting to get different results. That's just crazy. So the first word that defines the leader of the future of work is adaptable. Number two, the second word is efficient. Efficiency is all about working smart, not working hard. I feel like that's been my mantra ever since my parents had me out in the garden at our house, like pulling up weeds and stuff. I did not want to work hard. I wanted to work smart. I wanted to find the quickest way to do things so that I could get back in the house, (laughs) out of the heat, into the AC. I've got so many memories of being out in the yard, pulling weeds, planting trees, all that crazy stuff. I look back on it fondly now, but when I was in it, oh man, I wanted to just get out of there. So efficiency is all about working smart and not working hard. Efficiency in business is where you create predictable outcomes from predictable courses of action. And leaders who are efficient recognize the straight path from point A to B and eliminate waste in pursuit of execution. Now, are you efficient in your business? Efficiency doesn't have to feel like rocket science. Take this research found on a website called process.st. I did a little research, did a little Googling for this. Process.st surveyed businesses and found that only 4%, 4% of companies measure and manage their documented process. That means 96% of companies out there are either making things up as they go along or they're starting from scratch when it's time to do the same thing over and over again, or they've got a process, but it's not written down. Like, how efficient is that? So the best way to be efficient in your business is to write things down. That is the first step to greater efficiency. The second step to greater efficiency is to document the processes in your business. One of the things I do, I ask customers, again, I've got an HR company, Jumpstart HR, and we work with businesses across the country. And sometimes we have small businesses that are worried that their key employees are going to leave. And you rely on key employees, definitely for their ability to execute, but you also rely on key employees for their ability to remember things. And so I ask customers, if this person doing this task quit because they won the lottery, how easily would you bounce back? 
If you're not able to bounce back quickly, then you're not being an efficient organization and you need to document your processes. The third step to greater efficiency in your business, obviously, if the stat I gave was 4% of companies measure and manage their documented processes, well, the third step is to make sure that you're measuring just how effective your processes are. So you may ask yourself questions like, how quickly do you get to the desired outcome? when you set out to do a task? What resources are used in the process of getting the desired outcome? You may have a current process right now that gets the job done, but are you wasting too much time? Are you wasting too much money? Are you wasting too much of another resource? Like you won't know unless you're measuring this stuff and you compare it, you know, from against a baseline or something like that. And then you want to ask yourself what steps in the process can be updated, outsourced or automated in order to accomplish the task more efficiently. There is so much information these days, y'all. I think about my email inbox. I think about the fact that I have six email inboxes on my phone at this very minute. And let me pull my phone up here. Okay, well, I don't have any updates right now, but every day I'm getting pinged. Bing, 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 bing. I'm getting pinged updates. That is just not efficient. So I have needed to make sure that I schedule time in my day to respond to emails. Otherwise, it'll just chip at my productivity throughout the day if I'm stopping to check an email, delete an email, et cetera, et cetera. So being efficient is listing out the processes of your business, documenting the processes in your business, and then finding ways to measure just how successful you are in those processes. Okay, so we went over two words and I said there's three and I definitely promise we'll get to the third one, but we'll just recap. There's adaptable leaders, there's efficient leaders. And then the third one, which is the most important, is that you need to be an innovative leader. Yes, an innovator. That is probably the number one cliche in tech. But innovation is not tech jargon. Innovation is a management strategy. Again, let me say that again. Innovation is not tech jargon. Innovation is a management strategy. Innovative leaders focus on the problems they'll face in the future, while, get this, adaptable leaders focus on problems in the present. In the future of work, you actually need to be both. You need to be good at managing your current challenges and thinking about what's on the horizon for tomorrow. Now, my favorite quote on the topic of innovation actually has nothing I repeat, nothing to do with business. It's actually a hockey quote. And former professional hockey player Wayne Gretzky, who has held many scoring records, he's won titles. He was at one point, I think, like the youngest player in the hockey league. So basically, he's like the LeBron James of hockey, or LeBron would be the Wayne Gretzky of the NBA. But Wayne said, I don't skate where the puck is. I skate where the puck is going to be. And that really stood out to me because he's saying in order to be successful and score on the ice rink, you don't want to be where the puck is because that's where all the activity is and it's predictable. You know, your opponent can see that, okay, you're where the puck is, you're where the action is, and so we're going to meet you there. But if you want to be innovative, you need to think outside the box, to use another cliche that gets tired sometimes. I think I'll, I'll try to never use that again. But thinking outside the box, you want to skate to where the puck isn't because once you're there and you meet the puck, you can set up to score. And business is all about scoring. 
So you want to be the person who is known for setting your business or your team up for future success. So you might be saying, hey, Joey, I get it. Innovation is great. But how do I be a more innovative leader? Well, I'm going to tell you, (laughs) the first thing you want to do is to study successful trends in businesses that have nothing to do with yours. I have found that by studying technology startups, that has taught me how to automate things. I've learned by studying large governments that teaches me the importance of paperwork and documentation. Like you don't have to study just the leaders in your field, like I mentioned that an adaptable leader does, but study businesses around you that have nothing to do with you. I look at shoe companies and I say, man, what are they doing to stay top of mind? Or I look at other social media influencers that might be in beauty or fashion or in finance that have nothing to do with my industry. But how are they using social media to capture the attention of their audiences? And then I find ways to do that too. So if you want to be innovative, it's all about tweaking what other people are doing and finding a way to make it work for you. The next thing is you want to collaborate. Don't isolate. Find people that you work well with. They don't have to be in your company, but they could just be people that you trust, you have a bond with, and find ways to collaborate with them. Don't build your business in a silo. Don't build your business under a rock. I always say, it's not who you know or what you know, it's who knows what you can do. And so you want to make sure that you're out there, getting your name out there, and you're playing nicely with others. You know, it's the lesson you learn in kindergarten or in preschool is play nice with others. And the last thing you want to do is focus on results. Innovation for the sake of innovation is like creating art for art's sake. But innovation for the sake of results is the pathway to business success. Again, let me say that one more time. Innovation for the sake of innovation is art for art's sake. It's like you're just creating a new process. You're just creating, honestly, a new way to confuse your team. But if you have innovation for the sake of results, that is the pathway to business success. So the three words, just to recap, adaptable, efficient, and innovative. These are the three words that I believe will define the leaders of the future of work. Now you can debate me, you can comment, you can share your opinion. I want to hear what you have to say. You can connect with me on on most social medias at Joey V Price HR, but you can also shoot me an email, jprice at jumpstart-hr.com. And I want to hear from you. Also, don't forget to sign up for my Monday night mastermind class. It's going to be great. The link is in the show notes and there's a way to sign up on my Instagram page and businesslifeandcoffee.com slash MNM. If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at? Only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems. Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at Jumpstart HR. Jumpstart HR, let's build a better business together. Thanks for listening to the Business Life and Coffee Show with Joey Price. We hope you're inspired to become the best version of yourself after listening to our guest. What thought or idea stood out the most to you? Keep the conversation going by tweeting the show at BizLifeCoffee or our host at Joey V. Price HR with the hashtag BLC Moments. 
And if you like what you just heard, pass along our podcast to at least five people. Detailed show notes can be found at www.businesslifeandcoffee.com. And our full archive is available on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Google Play. This has been a Jumpstart HR production. Join us next time for another edition of the Business Life and Coffee Show.